Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Bolder. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And in this episode, we are following up with a theme that I touched upon in episode 190 on Monday, where we're looking at who wins in a recession. One element of that I touched on was about money and having an uber focus. In fact, what I was talking about then was money, time and energy, the three core resources, and being uber focused, being brutally focused on what you put your time, money and energy in. Today, we're looking purely at money, and this is important at the best of times. However, when we're going into difficult times, we're already in difficult times for many of us, it is twice important, if not 10 times important, to make sure that you are looking at your business in the way that we're going to be talking about today. It's really important to understand, as I've said this before, the rules for success, they really genuinely have not changed. However, it's just become 10 times more important that we apply them. Too many people are looking at the current recession, looking at the current financial status in the world, and they're changing what they're doing, or they're chasing after information on what to do in a recession, or how to behave in a recession. And the truth of the matter is, it's best practice. That's all it is, best practice. The stuff we should be doing in booming economies and great economies, it's the same stuff that we should be doing in negative economies, downward economies, or fucked up economies that this one may be on the cusp of becoming. Already, I've heard people referring to this as the worst recession on record for the UK. And that's before the announcements recently of the next six months and beyond of further lockdowns and restrictions, especially hitting us small Business owners, we're bearing the brunt here. And therefore, I am absolutely committed 100% to keeping you afloat, keeping all small business afloat. Bigger, Bright, Bold has been dedicated in this arena for the past nearly nine years. I've been working with ambitious business owners for best part of 11, maybe nearly 12 years now. And this is potentially the toughest time that any of us have gone through in business. And quite possibly, fingers crossed and hopeful, this will be the worst thing that we probably ever have to go through as business owners. It's not just the recession, it's the restrictions that are being placed on business owners. It's not just the fact that there's a recession, there's an economy crisis out there. It's the fact that you can't do business the way that you used to do business. You can't make money the way you used to make money. You can't necessarily market or sell the way you used to market and sell. You can't deliver your products in the way that you would normally deliver your products. So not only are we dealing with the worst recession on record, as I saw in the papers the other day. We're also staring down a barrel of another six months plus of more disturbances across the country, and let's be honest, across the globe. And on top of that, the restrictions in place 
that prohibit us from doing business the way that we've done business in the past, meaning we're having to reinvent ourselves, we're having to re-engineer our businesses. It is tough, tough, tough out there for some people already. It will get tougher for some. It will start to get tough for some people that maybe haven't felt it just yet. And you know what? Some people, they really will not get touched by this and some people will even benefit from what's going on right now. I want to take out the chance factor of being in business right now. Some business owners, they're in industry sectors that have just been really hit hard, both by the government restrictions in place, but also by the downward turn in the economy. Other industry sectors, they're booming right now because it just so happens that those businesses are in the right place at the right time, given the changes that happen to society and to commerce. I want to remove the factors of luck and chance and give every business owner the opportunity to continue to enjoy the lifestyle that being a business owner gives you, whilst also continually growing your business. I don't believe we should be hanging on in there. I don't believe we should be crossing our fingers and hoping not to die. I don't believe we should be waiting this thing out. I believe we need to be proactive. We need to go out there and fight for what's ours. We have to fight for our rights. We have to go out and fight to do business the way we need to do business. We need to go out and fight for customers. We need to go out and fight for our livelihoods, fight for our staff, fight for our products, our businesses, our families, our societies. I believe this is going to be a period where we have to participate, we have to get proactive, we have to get active, and sitting there just hoping that you get through this is just not a strategy, whilst the chances are statistically you probably will. Most businesses will get through this, however, many businesses are going to suffer way more than they need to, and there will be, of course, collateral damage along the way of businesses that go out of business that just didn't need to. And you know what? Even if you do okay through this period, through chance alone, why not double down and continue to grow your business, continue to create the security that you want, the safety that you want for you, your family, the financial security, but also continue to grow your business so you can continue to go out there and do more of what it is you do with your business. This is my commitment to all my members at Bigger, Brighter, Bold, all my members across my success groups, and every single person on this podcast right now. Let's get through this together. Let's support each other. Let's make it easier for each other. We have a common enemy right now. And it's that great saying, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And the common enemy that we face right now is that of the economy and of some of the decisions that the government's making right now that's making it almost prohibitive for certain businesses to go out there and function. Let's band together, let's go out there and make this happen for ourselves and for each other. So the rules for business are the same, the rules for success are the same. It's just become 10 times more important that we apply them. And today's rule, we are looking at money out versus money in. Now, Many business owners, especially small business owners, especially those in the service industries, I get it, they invest, we invest heavily in creating a better service, a better product. We invest heavily in our client experience. We might not necessarily be scrutinizing the financial returns based on those investments that we make in our business. Now, of course, I'm not going to try and take your beautiful service-based business and turn it into a commercial machine that you hate and loathe one that's just bloodthirsty for cash and nothing else at all costs. No, 
What I'm trying to do here is take your beautiful service-based business that has all heart inside of it, and we need to make it commercially viable. This is important. Even in the best of economies, it is 10 times more important that we do it right now. Money out versus money in. How much money am I spending? What am I putting out? Okay, into the world and spending, investing in my business, for example, or maybe in all areas of my life versus how much money comes back in directly proportionate to that investment. Now, of course, if you're running big business and if you have low profit margins, you'll be thinking like this anyway. However, the chances are statistically, but also because you're present on this podcast, you are a smaller based business, maybe doing tens of thousands in revenue, maybe hundreds of thousands in revenue. But either way, you're still going to be a small business owner and you might not necessarily be putting commercial factors at the forefront of your business yet. And if you're intent on scaling your business and growing your business, you absolutely have to do that. And also, given tough economic times that we're going through, it's really important that we apply that best practice as well. It's not saying money to the exclusion of everything else. It's just saying, let's get the commerce right first. Let's get the commercials right first. Let's get the money, the finances right first. And then we can put our energy and our time and our money into everything else. This is the drum that I beat regularly at the best of times. I've been beating it quite hard over the last six months we must put money first, okay? I know that can be really jarring to many people. You did not set up your business necessarily to be rich. You didn't set up your business necessarily just to be a cash cow and to furnish you with a, you know, a big car or a nice house. And, you know, these things were maybe nice to have on the list and these things are what you want to have. But it's possible that's not exactly why you set up your business. You set up your business maybe for a lifestyle, for a freedom. You set up your business so you could do what you want to do the way you want to do it for the people that you chose in the way that you wanted to do it for your customers and your clients and for yourself. And you did this potentially because you wanted to create an impact in the world, etc., etc. And all those things are valid. However, they are not necessarily commercially driven focuses, and therefore they can actually become counterproductive to the commercial viability of your business. In other words, the making money in your business, okay? Right now, it's really important that you make money in your business. It needs to be profitable money, good money. If you get that bit right, you continue to do everything else that you want to do. You get to continually do great things for your customer base, to make the change in the world that you want to make, to feel fulfilled with the purpose and the passion of the work that you do. All of that is valid. It's all important. I just need you to bring the commercials up to the top line of your focusing. Get that right and then everything else will fall in place. And the simple truth is this, unless you are in a great place right now, all the money that you invest in your business should be able to be quantifiable to money coming back in. In other words, you want to be investing one pound in your business and you want to be able to quantify that as two pounds coming back. And if you thought like this through this period, before you spent a penny, does this penny make me two pennies back? or five pennies back, or a pound back, whatever your return on that money needs to be. But fundamentally, if I spend this £10, do I get my £100 back, my £50 back, whatever it is that I need to get back from investing that money? Does this money make me feel a bit better? Okay, that's valid. But 
does me feeling better right now? Is that quantifiable to making me more money? It might be. It might be that getting yourself a new chair for the office is going to enable you to be more productive. You're going to feel better. You're going to have less back pain, for example. And it will be quantifiably measurable against positive returns for the investment of that chair. I'm not saying you can't go and buy yourself some flowers for your desk. I'm not saying don't go out and get a new mobile phone, for example. I'm just saying put it through a sense checker that says, is this going to make me more money? And if you do that with every penny, you'll make sure that you're being super efficient with every penny pound that you are spending. If you do that, you become super efficient with your spending. It's not about not spending money. In fact, if you go back and listen to Monday's episode, if you haven't done so already, I talk very specifically how the businesses are going to win through this period, the ones that are going to succeed, are the ones that are going to invest and that too many people are closing their purse strings. Too many people are putting their savings behind locked doors. And instead of looking at where they can invest that money in order to build wealth, in order to return more money, what they're doing is they're sitting on their cash and sitting on their cash is maybe probably potentially not the right thing for you right now. So this is not about penny pinching by any stretch of imagination. This is about spending, but it's spending in the right places. And the right place to spend money is really simple. It needs to make money. It needs to either immediately affect your ability to make money at the front end, more sales, or on the back end with more efficient delivery. The two things that are going to get you, your business to be more profitable, get your business to be more financially viable is by winning new business at good margins that you deliver efficiently. And the more efficient you can deliver, then of course, the more profitable the business is going to be. So I want you to think really about two things going through this current period. And that is, how do I make more sales? You need to make the sense check and make sure it's good sales and make sure it's good business. But fundamentally, how do I win more business? How do I close more sales? And how do I deliver more products, more services? In fact, these are the only two things that are going to grow any business at all. Every other element of business is supporting those two things. To grow a business, you need to up your sales, which means you need to make sure that you up your delivery and everything else supports that business growth. In a good economy, a downward economy, and whatever the fuck this is we're going through right now, the same rules apply. Spend your money. You want to spend your money. You probably need to spend your money in order to stay financially viable through this period, in order to stay afloat, and definitely in order to grow your business. You need to invest. This is not about holding back. This is not about penny pinching. This is about being uber focused on where the money goes. So the first rule you've got to think about is this. Will this money make me more money, either directly through sales or indirectly through delivery? If it does, it's probably viable. And if it doesn't, it's probably not viable. If it's viable, it doesn't mean you definitely do do it because there might be a whole load of things that you can invest that money in that are all viable and you want to pick the right ones, the best ones. And just because it's not viable doesn't mean you definitely don't invest in it. It just means you're a little bit more reserved about whether or not you go all in, gung-ho, spending the money on that thing. 
This isn't about trying to dictate to you what you do, do and what you don't do. Moreover, it's about being more mindful about the choices and decisions that you're making to make sure that you're happy with the choices and decisions that you're making on investing your money to make sure that you're getting the result that you need from that money. Couple more analogies that I share, one of which is, will it sell more cars? Again, I won't repeat this verbatim because I did go into this on Monday's episode, but will it sell more cars was a guy that took over a failing garage. He turns up, he puts a note on the front, on the door of his office, and it says, Will it sell more cars, question mark, and nobody's allowed to enter the office. No one's allowed to take any of his time. In fact, it becomes an ethos across the whole of the garage. If it isn't selling more cars, we don't do it. If it is selling more cars, we'll look at it. Not we're going to look at everything that's going to sell more cars, but if it's going to sell more cars, we'll look at it. Then we'll pick the best things to implement. If it isn't going to sell more cars, I don't care how much we want it. I don't care how important it is to you. I don't care how desirable it is, we don't spend the money on it. And it was brutal. And within 12 months, he turned the fortunes of this garage around. So I want you to think in your own business, what are the cars, right? Selling more cars. Is it your products, your services? So when you're thinking about everything you're doing, you're saying, right, will this sell more product? And if it isn't selling more product, it doesn't mean you definitely don't do it. It just means you might not do it and you definitely want to pause and be a bit more mindful about whether you do or don't commit to it. If it is viable, then guess what? You just take the time to work out, is it the best use or is there something that's more viable, that's a better use of that money? Will it sell more cars? You could ask yourself, will this money make me more money, front end or back end? Will it make the boat go faster? was a great book by Harriet Beveridge. And it's taken from the Team GB success in rowing. And it was really simple ethos, a simple focus, which is, will this make the boat go faster? If it does make the boat go faster, we'll consider it. If it doesn't make the boat go faster, then it's out. Doesn't matter how desirable it is, it's out. If putting a comfortable seat in there, my analogy, not hers, if you put a comfortable seat in there, does it make the boat go faster? It might be much more pleasurable, for the rower, but does it make the boat go faster? If it does, it's looked at. If it doesn't, it's not looked at, no matter how enjoyable it might be for the rower. When you get super focused like this, it's much easier for your team, if you have one around you, to understand the tougher decisions that you're making. You know, in this case, the rower, their butt is hurting, they want a more comfortable seat, but if they're bought in 100%, on the whole theme of will it make the boat go faster, as soon as they understand that it doesn't make the boat go faster, they understand the tough decision to leave them with a sore backside. Does this make sense? This was exactly the same philosophy in the British cycling team. It was all about the bike. Will it make the bike go faster? But also, will it make the rider go faster? And they would tinker and they would experiment. And it was really simple. If something was proved to make the bike go faster, it stayed. And if it wasn't, it was out. And they were looking for the tiniest of improvements. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a famous news article about how the French were upset with the British. And to quote one of their complaints, the British wheels were too round. It happened that the wheels were actually purchased from France. But the idea was, you know, the wheels, let's get the roundest possible wheels, the lightest possible wheels. That's obvious. I guess a lot of people are doing that. Apparently not. 
But then you're looking at, right, does putting heat compression on the cyclist's thighs before they go and ride, does that make any improvement enhancements? And they did this through the whole of the off-season. They did this all on the lead-up to the Olympics. It was all about winning the Olympics. Now, here's a really important part. One of the other complaints, not only complaints, but one of the other observations that were made about the British team, an excuse, if you like, by some other teams, is that the British team actually focused purely on the Olympics. Other people, other teams, other countries had focused on the World Championships, which had come before it. What that meant was, of course, is they were peaking for the World Championships, which meant they were off their peak when it came to the Olympics. The British squad were focused on the Olympics, 100% focused on the Olympics, which meant they were peaking 100% at that time. So you can see the degree of focus that they had paid off because, of course, they absolutely cleaned up in that year, 2012. Everything from having rounder wheels all the way through to preheating the thighs of the cyclists, through to their training regimes, their eating regimes, everything went through this filter. Does it make them go any faster? And it wasn't looking for massive improvements. When you're operating at the level of world-class athletes, you're not going to get massive leaps ahead. You're not going to get a bike that's, you know, two kilograms lighter or even 500 grams lighter, probably not even 50 grams lighter. You're not going to be able to get these big enhancements that are missing in the opposition because everyone's operating at a high level. It's about looking at all of the small things, looking at everything from start to finish that makes that cyclist ride that race and looking for the improvements across the board. The analogy I used on Monday's episode was about the Formula One team when it came to efficiencies. When we're talking in the context of money out versus money in, what we're looking at here is really simple. Where can I invest the money that I have to get the biggest improvement for what we're focused on? And what we're focused on is financial returns. Now, of course, it's possible you might be focused on something else in your business. I don't know your exact set of circumstances, but let's look at what we're talking about here today, which is putting money in in order to get money out. And therefore, we have money to invest. I don't know many business owners that don't have money to invest. They're just scared to invest it right now. They're scared to spend it right now. And they're kind of sitting on it in their own uncertainty. And therefore, that money is doing nothing other than creating an illusion of security. The money's there. We should be investing that money wisely, smartly. Don't just blankly listen to this episode and go out and empty your piggy banks and, you know, and leave yourself in a position. We're not doing that. I'm not spending every penny that I have access to right now. I'm just very much mindful of not sitting on the cash. And I'm looking for what's going to make my boat go faster. What's going to make my car go faster, sticking with the Formula One analogy. What's going to get me more money out than what I put in? What's going to enable me to make more sales? What's going to enable me to deliver at a higher level capacity so that I can deliver against that greater number of sales? And that's all we're looking at doing across the board in business improving our ability to make sales and improving our efficiencies with delivery and our ability to deliver at the standard that we need to. Will it make your boat go faster? Will it sell more cars? Will it get your bike round the track quicker, 
If you're a Formula One team, I could put a million pounds into the brakes and get 0.01 of a second to lap out. I could put a million pounds into the driver, into his helmet, a million pounds into the pit lane, a million pounds into engineers, a million pounds into computer technology. But if all I've got is a million pounds, I need to make sure the million pounds goes where it's going to give me the biggest return. And that's what I want you to have as a mindset going through what we're going through right now. Let's be honest, at least the next six months, judging by what everyone's saying, realistically, many people are now saying that we are in a full-blown recession that's going to be a full-length recession, multiple years, maybe potentially the five-year, six-year, seven-year, maybe even more downturn in the economy. And therefore, we need to up our game. We need to level up. We don't need to be running fearful. We don't need to be terrified. We don't want to be holding back. We want to go out there and fight for what's ours. We want to go out there and fight for our businesses. And part of that fight is we have to invest. And we have to invest our time, our money, and our energy. Today, we're talking about money. But all three of those, they need to go into the things that are going to give you the return. You need to be super focused on what that return is. It's money in up front or it's making money on the back end through delivery. If it's not, we're probably not going to look at it. If it is, we're going to look at it and then we're going to pick the best ones of those to invest our money in and our time and our energy. If you build that mindset up, it's not only going to serve you through tougher times that we might find ourselves in now and in the future, but actually when things start to turn the corner, whether that is next year or whether that's in five years, when things do start to turn the corner, we start going into a booming economy, when we start going into a positive economy, the habits that we're making right now, the conditioning that we're going through right now as business owners is going to serve us twice as much down the road. What I'm talking about here right now is not rocket science. This is best practice in a booming economy, in a negative economy, and whatever the fuck this is we're going through right now, this is how you should be thinking if you want to grow your business. The difference is perception. In a booming economy, we take more risks. In a booming economy, we're willing to spend money on niceties rather than things that are proving to deliver. The tighter things get, the harder things get for you, the more you need to be super focused on where you put that money. And you want to be super sure that the money that you put out is coming back to you in multiples. Nice one. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm here. I'm going to be supporting you throughout whatever we have to go through in the coming months and even potentially the coming years. I'm absolutely committed to helping you and your business, not just stay afloat, but actually continue to grow your business. I want you to level up and I want your business to level up. I'm going to continue to give you advice, information, to share as much as I can with you in order to deliver that result for you. If you want more from me right now, don't forget, you can always check out our website, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk, and you can see what we are up to there. If you are a business owner and you haven't yet hit 100K, don't forget, you've got the six-figure fast track. This is a free resource. It's a free masterclass webinar on how to get your business to 100 K or more in the next 12 months or less. Again, the rules of the fast track, they have not changed. It's just become much more important that we apply them. And if your business is already doing over 100K a year in revenue, don't forget we've got masterminds where we bring ambitious business owners just like you together to collaborate, share ideas, share stories, to lean on each other, to sense check each other, to hold each other accountable 
in order to continue to grow our businesses, not just survive, but to thrive through whatever comes our way. If you're interested in our mastermind, you're doing over 100K, go and check out the email address that's in the descriptions of this episode, Tracy Miller. Talk to Tracy, she'd love to hear from you about what your objectives are in your business and how we might be able to support you. If you're under 100K, we've got masterminds there for you as well. If you're interested in joining a group, belonging to a group of ambitious people that are sticking their middle finger up to whatever's coming their way and absolutely fighting on to create the business, the lifestyle and the future that they want, then why not check us out at Success Groups as well? Again, drop Tracy a line. You'll see her email in the descriptions below. And of course, don't forget the six-figure fast track because you really can get your business where you want to get it to. And business and life really does start to take off once you break that 100K turnover. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, stay in the game and be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.